stuff, kid. All I gotta say is Portland can't say shit. Welcome to Sounders Scuttlebutt. I'm Aaron Lingley, and uh, as always, I'm recording with Cameron Collins here, President of Lions Council and Gorilla FC, and mm. another penalty. Uh, what was that? Four and three games. Uh, we had two today, so five. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That wasn't so, even the most of the problem today. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's scuttlebutt it up before we get too far. Okay, yeah, that, that's good. Game. I want to be distracted. We're recording uh, pretty much right after the game. Delayed start uh, for that game. Um, we have no show prep for it. We're just going right in. So, yeah, mm-hmm. let's scuttlebutt reset our brains for a second before we break down. Uh, what just got, happened in Orlando? And, I uh, got what an inclined cider. Ooh. White peach made with Washington apples out of Auburn. So I'm I'm excited to try this. Did you get a drink? I didn't. I, I had to rush to pick up the baby because my wife had a hair appointment, so I skipped the store. And then uh, early game, so I'm jealous. Oh wow! Interesting, interesting. It's pretty good, pretty good. Washington apples, and I don't know where the peaches are from, but um, I don't think I could drink a lot of this. But six point nine percent alcohol by <laughs> you should chug it and see what happens by the end of the podcast. Nope, I think um, I might be forced to resign from the Alliance Council for me starting the Schmetzer Out movement. Oh, come on. Uh, well, okay, what do, we, what do you want to scuttlebutt about? What have, what have you been doing since we last recorded? You know, every two years, uh, you have to rerun for Alliance Council, and I am uh, just finishing up my second year. I'm currently president. Uh, I'm hoping to run for president again, but either way, I need votes. Uh so if anyone out there is a Sounder season ticket holder and wants to vote for me, I'd really appreciate it. Uh, just go to Sound, or actually the easiest thing to do is go to Collins for Council. That's uh, the number four, CollinsforCouncil.com, and then just uh, read what it says there and click the picture, and it'll take you right to the voting site, which is Sounders FC. Wait, yeah, see, that's why. Just go, just go to CollinsforCouncil.com. <laughs> that's the way to do it. I bet you there, there's someone who's running for city council somewhere that's so mad that I have that website. That's true. Yeah, vote for go vote for Cameron. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're doing I need that. Your vote. I need. I'm only um a fifth of the way there, so um I got a ways to go. I got uh I have until the end of October, so basically two months. What do you so, mean a fifth of the way there? How's it go? Uh, you need twenty five votes. Oh really? Five. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know there was like a it was like a race. Yeah, you just get it's 25 and you're on council. So, I mean, it'll be for next year, obviously. Uh, and if you're interested in running for council, hit me up, Cameron at GorillaFC.com, and I'll um, uh, talk to you about it because we can always use more people on council. There you go. Season must ticket be a season holder. Ticket only, holder. Right? Yeah, yeah, must be a season ticket holder or a designee on a second ticket. I wonder if I count as that because they're not. Yeah, sure. If, you're okay. che- if your season ticket holder designates you. I pro- maybe last year I've been to like four or five games this year, but I went to play. the good game. I went to the the mm. greatest game of the year. So that's mm. really all that matters. Especially tonight versus Orlando. <laughs> you know, at least there's Disney world, which I freaking love. Probably mm-hmm. spent a cumulative of like two months in that place. Yeah, Why Disney world over Disneyland? Cause as a West coast kid, I would have assumed you would have gone to Disneyland. How unprofessional of me. Well, yeah, and um, it's funny that you have uh, it's Harry Potter, right? No, it's um, sound like Back Harry to the Potter. Future. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like the sound it makes when it cuts between scenes. Oh, well, then never mind. But, but uh, why, why Disney World, not Disneyland? I mean, I'm biased. My grandma lived five minutes away from Disneyland, so I went there, I don't know. I've been there probably 20-something times in my life. 
technically Disneyland was the first place I ever went to. Uh, first of the two. I was four, though. And then the next Disney experience was Disney World at 11. So a little bit, obviously, more recall. And it's just super immersive. Um, they got their four major parks. Uh, Downtown Disney that has its own kind of like virtual reality park. Interactive uh, theme park, like video games and stuff like that. But cool restaurants. You, the resorts are all... Um, you're able to just basically have your room key be your credit card, your room key, your everything, and just leave your room, get on a bus that they have, they have their own transportation system. It's just so immersive. You're like there and you completely can be disconnected from the rest. Whereas Disneyland is much smaller. Uh, people, a lot of people don't know this. You can fit Disneyland into the parking lot of the t- basically the ticket and transfer center of the magic kingdom um, in Disney world. So they were able to, they basically Walt Disney was able to design it exactly the way he really wanted to, but without the Anaheim constraints, which literally is like, obviously maybe now I haven't been there in a while, but forever. I mean, you were like city sidewalks, trash, gross across the street. You're in Disneyland and that just the dichotomy there. So just like the feeling, which for me, Disney's more than just rides. It's, it's just super cool. Everything down to like the hidden Mickey's, right? The, like this alcove of Main Street USA, and you're finding hidden Mickey's, or you're hearing like a barber doing a hair a haircut behind a win- a frosted window of a barber shop. So you can't see inside, but you, you you hear someone getting their haircut. It's just like that kind of thought put into everything, and yeah, that's why. I also for Roller Coaster Tycoon, if people remember that game, I oh, yeah. used to collect the park maps and everything. I built Disney World. Wow. <laughs> yeah from epcot uh with uh yeah anyway i digress um, that's why and, and it, did you make money no this is not this is this is roller coaster tycoon in like 2000 <laughs> <laughs> so it's not now where you have all the mods and stuff like that where you actually probably make some money which i do have planet coaster but i have no time mm. so anyway um yeah disney world boom yeah scuttlebutt we're scuttlebutting, yo. <laughs> we just don't want to talk about the game. Here's the thing is, we can't talk about Orlando because we haven't talked about Portland yet. <laughs> yeah, I was there. I was actually at that game. Yeah, and thanks to you, actually. Like? Appreciate the tickets, man. Did ha- I did have fun with the friends. I haven't seen uh, those two dudes uh, and myself for a very long time, so we had a, a lot of fun, especially without any responsibilities, like home responsibilities. But I got there at 645. Traffic took four and a half hours. Left at Jeez. two. And parked at my one of my company's hotels. Got to the stadium at seven. Of course, it was on national TV, so de- pretty much delayed kickoff. Saw the whole yeah. match. Um, it was awesome for six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want to do any more scuttlebutt, but uh, no, we do have Portland can, to fit in. So let's just it talk was a Portland match. and Orlando. I mean, I think this is going to be a short episode. Yeah, that was a rough match. We were uh, not looking very good for uh, almost the entire game. And yet, if the referees would look at VAR properly, their first goal, I mean, their first penalty, which was their first goal, was not a goal. I mean, it wasn't a penalty. It was a goal. He made it. It wasn't a penalty. It was soft. It wasn't even soft. The dude dove. It was a dive. And then at the end, we should have had the penalty where the guy just double-handed shoved Freddie to the ground. You give those two, and and I think you said off mic they were on the opposite side of you, mm-hmm. but you give those two uh, one goal for us and one less goal for them, it's a completely different game. Yeah. I mean, you can throw but, chaos theory in there, but you, you're totally right. I mean, it's that changes everything. Yeah. So we come out of Portland with another loss. Um. Which I think I we are tied. We are tied for last loss. in the Western Conference uh, right now with fifteen oh, losses. My with gosh, Houston and Kansas City with losses or in points with losses. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're tenth though uh, in in points. Yeah, this is a uh, yeah. We'll get to that, but but I I it was you know it's always rough 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 to lose to Portland. Um. Especially when it was, they are the team right there with you. 
they are actually playing tonight, though. And uh, while we're recording, they were up one nothing. Now it's apparently two to one uh, in the ninety fifth minute. So it looks like they're going to advance. They were up two nothing in the game, and then uh, Austin scored in the seventy ninth minute. Advance. They're going to win. They uh, <laughs> it's the ninety fifth minute, so it's got to be nearly over. And so uh, Portland will be Seven. six points ahead of us. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And seven, the last playoff spot. I mean, we still have a game in hand, but we don't play them again. LA, LA Galaxy has uh, two games in hand. I mean, the most embarrassing thing is being below Vancouver in the table. Let's admit it, though. Yeah, I guess that's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'd rather be below Vancouver, but one, like, some somehow be below Vancouver, but still have at least won a game against Portland this year and it being mm, above yeah. them. I, yeah. I mean, I, there's so much I love about the actual city of Vancouver that the team doesn't piss me off as much as a rival that Portland does. And I think they're a lot of people agree. I think historically they may have been a rival, but not anymore. I don't, they're like the weird, nice Canadians up North. Just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, you play football. That's not what they, oh, they sound yeah. just like. They, oh. Vancouver Canadians pretty much sound like Seattleites. It's just no, nicer. no, because because anytime you meet them, they say you're sorry, like, sorry, you've yeah, heard you sorry. To them and you're like, you seem like a real person, but there's something just off about you. Just just a little off. You're like, wait, are you from Canada? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, I knew it. I knew you weren't a real person. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I love the city, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've just been historically just so terrible and historically below us. Yeah. So to see what we're seeing right now in the in the, in the standings, is anyway, let's let's forget shock. standings for a second. Let's talk about Orlando. That lost. You want to skip? You want to go right over Portland? Then yeah, the game sucked. We should have won. The refs screwed us, but more importantly, we screwed ourselves. The end. That's fair. What else is there to talk about? What else is there? Yeah, well, okay, we can go to Orlando then. Um, Come to Orlando, must-win situation. I think I picked us to lose originally, but then I think maybe when we recorded the show, I said a win. I can't remember. Do you have our stats there? Mm-hmm. I did pick us to uh, lose this game in the pick'em though, so I know that. Let's see. You had Orlando win, so did I. I had a draw against Portland, and you had a loss. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Already we're below pace than yep. even what we were predicting, yeah. Which so, was pretty tight for us anyway. If I look at our projected points, here's a game today that kind of felt started out the opposite of what we've been seeing lately. We 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 were dominating possession. We were holding the ball. We were looking dangerous. There was a little bit of pressure from uh, the other team, but uh, we looked good. And we scored a goal, and suddenly we didn't look so good anymore. What do you think happened? Why do we let her? Did something change in the way they were playing? Were we not matching their tactics? Did we sit back as we scored a goal? Like what? What happened there? Why? Yeah, uh, I couldn't tell you. Um, I'll start. I'll get there. If I maybe walk through my thoughts a little bit, I w- I actually was thinking for a while why we haven't been using Madrondo enough. I know he, I think he was coming back from a knock or something like that. Not a while a, ago, though. Yeah, and maybe he just taking a while. To, that's why he didn't. <laughs> oh, well, yes, I'll go get there. But he also showed us, I think, at least for that formation, why I think he at least at least I was thinking the last game uh, in Portland mm-hmm. and when last time we did. Three five two. That I think he would actually be better out out left um, for us, and he usually just plays better out on right. the ball. And he's and he's got a really good first touch, and that's like, what lately. we need to like unlock stuff, right? Yeah. But he had been playing out right. Remember when they put him at right mid that one game, and he was great? yeah, 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 and he was good out there. I, I like him on the left though, um, and that's where he's yeah. had a few versions I mean, screamers too. And he and that's where he was today. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So out. Let's go with that goal by Albert Rusnak. There's two things I, that I have been waiting for, I feel like, years to see. Uh, a, f- a free kick, a direct free kick goal. 
and that was a great one. It did get lucky going through the wall, but he hit he hit the mark, and that was absolutely beautiful. So that got me super excited. And the second thing that I've been waiting to see is is a save uh, on a penalty kick by Stephen Fry. I feel like that's. Well, we, been... I think we talked about that last episode. How it's I been a while did. since he had one. So, uh... so we, when I saw both of those things, and then we go up with Rui Diaz just just after halftime, what seven minutes after halftime, fifty second minute, um, getting a scrappy Rui Diaz goal. I mean, he can score them all, but a lot of his are inside the six. And getting once that went in, we had a free kick, a penalty save, a Rui Diaz goal. This game, we're in the second half. This game is ours, and then. What you're alluding to is what happened. I have not seen this many mental gaffes after a goal. I mean, maybe it's recency bias because it just happened. I, I feel too, like the Sounders. That. The Sounders. More. It's. I feel like we've always been soft after we score a goal. Going back to the beginning of our existence, we're always susceptible to giving up a goal right after we score. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if we're celebrating or what, but, uh, and, and maybe that's just an impression I have because it happens a couple times a year. I don't know, but man, you cannot give up at a goal immediately like that after our second goal. Like you just, you just can't. But, but before we get to that, Madron does, I get his argument that it wasn't a penalty because he swung and missed and didn't really touch him, but he did, he tapped him a very tiny bit. But you can't go to the ground in that position and and get under yeah. him and like, come on, man. But for Fry to save that was huge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when we scored that second goal, which was crazy. I mean, the angle that Rui Diaz must have shot that at uh, against his fellow Peruvian, yeah, no less, the, the goalkeeper for Peru. Uh, I was just like, wow, that's awesome. That's like a FIFA goal that you don't a usually see in person. Little chip, little yeah. left bumper chip. Yeah, but but like right there on the, almost on the one um, yard line. <laughs> yeah, it's like on the end line. So yeah, uh, I thought that was it. I was like, okay, there's no way we can blow this. Um, but I mean, uh, he may be our second best defender right now. But Reagan wasn't closing down at the rate he should have been on players. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked a little bit uh, cautious where he he stayed back a little bit. I don't know if he was trying to make himself big, but uh, yeah, to have to give up three goals, spoiler alert, if you didn't listen to the game and you're just hearing it now, to be up two nothing and to give up three second half goals all on, I don't know if we can call Jordan's a mental error, but you still can't put your arm up there. What I don't know what he's like. Especially after... Seeing um, Javi do that, right? Like, did yeah. they did they not practice that? <laughs> There's just a lot I mean, of it's possible of... that his arm got pushed up by the guy because there was a whole group of guys against each other, and his arm got pushed up. But yeah, so I mean, Reagan doesn't close down head. at a time you probably should have, but but also Morris doesn't close down when the guy's running right next to him with the ball, and they score immediately after we score. Then suddenly, uh, there's a penalty. Handball, clear handball. Jordan punches the ball. I don't think he had any intention to. His hand was just up and it hits it. Mm-hmm. Almost like the hand of God, but the opposite direction. <laughs> away from, away <laughs> the from hand the of the ball. devil. <laughs> and, and then to top things off, uh, Reagan, again, uh, I don't know. He's, he's making himself big because he knows there's a defender over his left shoulder. Doesn't know. I mean, I think he would assume he's offside, but doesn't know for sure. And it just bounces off him and goes straight and deflects into the goal. It's just three. You're talking about the the, the, the third one goal. that we that they called offside. Yeah, at the back time, and, one, right? They called the offside, and then they go back and look. Yeah, so I'm. If we want to jump to that, I'm still on the fence on if I am. I mean, the rules got, clear on that. The rules very clear on that. Uh, you know. Well, what rule are you referring to? Because he, the defender, was offside, and Reagan knew he was there, and was, he doesn't matter. Hit. That's not what I'm getting at. That's not what I'm getting at. Reagan moves into the yeah, direction. Matter, not a part of the rule. Casey Keller broke it down after the game. Not a part of the okay. rule. All that mattered All right. was that he changed the line of the ball, so it doesn't matter whether it was an interference or offside. He didn't step up and bump 
uh, he didn't come up and try to play the ball from an offside position. He didn't go back towards the goalie to shade him. Um, the same reason Joseph Martinez wasn't considered offside, even though I think that was interference in that game. Uh, it's just the rule. It's it sucks. It's the rule because he doesn't make himself big. To, he doesn't make himself know, big. Not supposed to affect the game. Yeah, but Reagan doesn't make himself big and move to the left if he doesn't have a defender over his shoulder. So that's the argument against the rule, but the rule is clear. Not offsides, own goal. Well, so it's just, but it's the way it was like, going downhill. I think we yeah. deserved that outcome. Um, and so that's yeah. why that's the way the cookie crumbled on that play, then, I guess. I mean, so, that's the way the season's pretty rough. And it's just, this was a must win considering Portland won today, considering. I don't even know. Did RSL jump us? Where are they at the table in the table? Uh, oh yeah, they're in six now with their win, so they stayed ahead of us. Uh, and I think Nashville won too, right? So six, fifth, six, Nashville and seven. dominated won. Colorado four one. Yep. And so every team above us in a playoff position won. Not yep. good. <laughs> not not good. Uh, this is at, at fifteen losses. Is this is. Is it the most we've ever had, or is it tied with the most with 2016? Um, either way. I think it might be tied. I remember a few episodes ago, we, we were talking about that when we were sitting on 13 or something like that, and it might have been 15 or 16 losses. Right. So in, in, in that season, though, the losses were all at the beginning, and we were hot at this time of the season mm-hmm. running into the playoffs. So I, I don't like I can't I don't think we can make the argument, well, we had, in fact, that year we only had 14 losses. So we've now surpassed it. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. So more losses than 2016. So we, and we can't make the argument that it's okay. We, I mean, we can overcome this. Don't get me wrong. If our players decide, I, I don't, whatever the disconnect is, whether, I mean, I posed this on Twitter. Has Schmetzer lost the team? Like, what is going on? I, what, if, what if we're just freaking gassed? I mean that we've played eight more we games than any other team. Well, not than any other team because New York City advanced further and stuff like that. But yeah, we played eight more games than some of these other teams ahead of us, and so traveled could, more than and traveled more. All so, of them. Yeah, we absolutely could be gassed. But what does that say for the playoffs then? Because this would have put us around the finals time then. So mm-hmm. like MLS That's Cup true. final. So we. I mean, it's just. With it, but yeah, but that that doesn't have a season playing through it. Like no, we were true. playing a, a season. We started our we, our preseason was disjunct, and yeah. and we got through it, and we and we played well. But our eyes were on a different dangling carrot. Right, we bit it. But and you know, I mean, you kind of got off built. on the wrong foot. They're not built mm-hmm. for these runs. Like, uh, you know, in Europe, you expect to have your at least one, maybe two, uh, cups in your in your country. And then you're also going to have, uh, you know, a cup across Europe or whatever. So uh, you also have uh, tens of millions of dollars of training facilities and technology. Right, that, but uh, we could, ex- get- but the spot rosters could be expanded to allow more players on them. And the, I mean, we've, yeah. we've kept a flat cap because of the, uh, because of COVID, and that's hurt us because all of our players were signed to deals where they're making more money on the back end. So if if we hadn't had that, I think we would be winning more because we would have been bringing more players. But we couldn't do that because we if we brought someone in, we're going to have to send someone away. And I don't think there's anyone uh, that we would have said at the end of the transfer window, yeah, they should be gone off the team. Uh, <laughs> but now I would say, uh, I hate to say this because I have his jersey and I've always loved him, but what's happened to Nuhu, man? This guy locked down Sala and was going to be able to go play in Europe. And since then has just been petulant and, and just whining on the field. And and at time just makes boneheaded mistakes where you're just like, what, what is going on? Uh, Yeah. I wonder if his head got too big after, you know, that Sala performance Um, because it was this whole season that I think we've seen more flashes of what he's been consistent at mm-hmm. and then more consistent at what he's been kind of hot-headed and petulant about. Yeah. That shove today, I mean, that was a phenomenal dribble by him to get through the midfield. Um, 
abnormal. We don't always want that. That kind of throws the defensive line out of whack. But if you're able to actually get through. Yeah, with five at the back, I think it's a little bit safer. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they probably allow it more, uh, you know. But then the ball goes out wide, and we're set up to maybe put one in the box or or keep moving the ball towards the goal, right? Because he brings it forward, basically the top of the 18. Ball goes out left. I think maybe Rusnak or Nico had it kind of on the the left, the deep left wing. And then I just see him shove a guy. And the ref just like delays his call because he's like, did what? <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> like, if, and first he's waving for the ball. He's waving for the cross. Like, give it to me. I'll score. No, you won't, bro. <laughs> no one's, no one's got the, the, the droughtless streak that you have going on. And granted, you're not an offensive player, but wasn't it? What did you did you say the number in last last show? I don't I don't I don't how many attempts without a goal. It's the second worst in MLS history. Yeah, or at least MLS active rosters. I can't remember which one, but it's basically that just means keep your arm down unless you were the only guy over there and you're onside somehow. But that and then to to shove after that was it because you didn't get the ball? Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter. It, It killed the play, and we were already at a point where we were getting. Barraged. I, I mean, give it, give credit to Orlando. Honestly, they were down two nothing, and yeah, they uh, maybe got some. Like, like I said, I was kind of on the fence on that, on that overturned. But I mean, they earned. I think everything that they got in that game. Yeah, and, and they couldn't mark them. Yeah, they they subbed in their first goal score at halftime, and that that changed the way they were playing a lot. I mean, granted, they were already improving but uh i think that made a huge difference and i think i think we may have been out coached again yeah it's possible for whatever reason the the our halftime speeches aren't working yeah other than what la la yeah that's (laughs) it and that that was so long ago it was i think i was actually in california at the time (laughs) or maybe i just left yeah, it was a few weeks ago. And then, would you, well, heck, do you think, heck, <laughs> heck darn it. Gosh, guys. Um, do you think maybe, I mean, we have two less assistant coaches than we did a couple of years ago. When we were at, uh, I mean, obviously, again, we won the Champions League this year. But I think, you know, 19 was a beautiful year. Do you think that has anything to do with it? I'm guess Schmetzer preaches that a lot of the numbers. decisions don't really come from him. It's it's the players on the team, and he listens to his assistant coaches. Well, that's right? the thing is, I I don't think it's numbers. I think losing Pineda has hurt us greatly. I think Pineda was able to temper some of the more um, negative parts of Schmetzer's coaching style, uh, late subs, um, not playing the hot hand things like that. Uh, and you saw, and I wonder, I mean, I'm sure Pineda was going to move on anyways, but I wonder if it made it happen faster when he didn't listen to him for Columbus in the MLS cup final. And then we got smoked because instead of going with the hot hand, Schmetzer went with his guys. So uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think losing him though is probably the biggest one because he would, he would be able to keep the best parts of Schmetzer pushing forward and then would be able to talk them off, off the stuff that maybe hurt the team a little bit. I think that's hurt us a lot. Um, I don't know enough about Freddie Juarez and what he means to the team to know if he's made an impact this year. We know he struggled last year to do that. We know that uh, coming from being a head coach to being the assistant coach, you don't really know what your role is when you come into that situation. And, you know, this was the year for him to kind of make his mark in that way. And I, I don't know if he has. That's yeah. and that's that's not like that just means because we don't know because they're not talking about it. So it's probably a multiple multitude of reasons. Uh, I don't think he's lost the locker room. I think there's still. I think this in the way I feel. We said that I said this last episode is that I won't believe we're not in the playoffs till we're not mathematically. Uh, we're pretty damn close right now with that loss. Uh, I think I mean, a point obviously would have been helpful, but the fact yeah, that we're a point six would have below Portland not enough. Like we we had a thirty three percent chance before that, 
now yeah. I can't even imagine where we're at. It's so I think we'll unlikely. probably have to at least win four of the next six. I think we got to win out. I think we probably had to win out anyways, but now I think we definitely have to win out. We don't win out. I don't think we make the playoffs. There's no chance. Unless teams above us just collapse. Unless Portland or Nashville's not going to collapse. So unless Portland or RSL completely collapse, I think we got to win out. Well, you say that, but you predicted two losses and a draw in the next two, four, six, eight. Right. So there's your two losses. So we still, we cannot lose out <laughs> and still get I, 49 way, points but, and hit your But prediction. also the teams that are ahead of us, like they keep winning. Yeah. We're in a different place now. We're so far out now that we've got to win out. We can't. If we win out, we're still not guaranteed a playoff spot. We need other teams to lose to help us, right? And we already had that case because we would have been one back. Now we're going to be even more further back. So it is. Potentially, we're potentially three back from the playoff spot with help needed. I mean, we're at six points down, but game in hand to Portland. So, yeah. That's yeah. pretty tough stuff. Yeah. I mean, we can obviously do it, but I mean, credit to uh, Rusnak, which. Do you mean Rushnak? <laughs> Keller. Come on, guy. Casey. You know the guy. <laughs> Casey. Casey. He's been on the team day. the entire season. Come on. Get his name right. What the hell? They just, I mean, if I'm the Sounders front office, I'm in there being like, because it's, uh, it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a well. He doesn't even either. say Roosnack like the uh, like ESPN and Fox. He says Roosh. Yeah, it's even worse. <laughs> yeah. So get anyway. it right. Come on, I was mad. Like I, I tweeted about that. I was just like, it's a clown show. Like it's so disrespectful to him. And if I'm the Sounders front office, I'm stepping in and making, telling him get it right or get out. I mean, not really, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just another instance of what I think has become, we got so used to winning. We're just complacent about not getting things right. I mean, this is the product we're getting on the field and ticket prices are going up next year. Hmm. We're going to have to pay more money next year after we've been given this product. And granted, yes, we won the championship, but, uh, every, every ticket went up at least like somewhat percentage or no it's it's different for every section oh there's not there's not across the board percentages it depends on where you're sitting and what level you're at and whether you're an original season ticket holder or uh, like or you're came on later it's all calculated differently but um i think my tickets went up nine or ten percent something like that i mean it's it's expensive so tickets prices are going up Quality's going down. Um, I love our front office. I think uh, we have one of the best front offices in the league. They listen to the fans. They um, respect the players and listen to the players. They listen to other stakeholders from employees to owners. Um, It's not the front office's fault necessarily that we're not winning. Something else is going on, but uh, it's just... Do you think there's some sort of karmic rule that only two professional teams in Seattle can make the playoffs at a time. I mean, the Storm are in now, and the mm-hmm. Mariners look like they're stealing all the juju from from uh, the Sounders. It's every time the Mariners win, the Sounders get worse. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it was Sounders-Seahawks, and we're clearly looking at a pretty terrible Seahawks season, probably. Oh, it's... Uh... But I'm saying uh, uh, three and fourteen. Oh, you want to? I don't. I I think we'll be surprised by the defense, but yeah, it's but Seahawks podcast <laughs> offense is not, <laughs> and our running game is gonna be legit. We'll say that for Seahawks scuttlebutt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I and, yeah. and I I'm sorry. I don't for for the listeners. I don't mean to be negative. We are fresh off a loss, and I'm fired up. And there's a game this weekend, so yeah, we wanted to get a, a show in, yeah, because right? we didn't want to go three games again without without talking, even right. though they're both losses and brutal ones. But. And if we win this weekend and Portland loses, suddenly things have changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's right now it's not looking good. Um, what I was gonna say though, before I went off on that Casey Keller thing, was uh, Rusnak 
he did the post game interview. Did you watch it? No. Oh, it was great. No, because I remember. Remember, I was delayed a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. By the time I got entered there, at nine twenty five, yeah. it's now ten. He he basically said, you know, this was a must win game, and we didn't win it, and we were up two nothing. There's no way we should have lost this game, and yet we still gave up three goals. Two goals should be enough to win any game. But we're finding a way to lose again and again every single week. He says, I don't, I mean, he said, the players around here need to look in the mirror. We should have done it a long time ago. So credit to him to step up. And granted, it wasn't his fault, but at the same time, he didn't. I, maybe it's the position they have him in, but it's not like he shined throughout the game. I think. I don't know. I thought he. Was, I thought he might have been our best player. Oh, uh, that's probably true, but that's not saying much for today's game. Yeah, um, but he was the only only time we were moving. I mean, Nico had some moments, but we he's not himself, and we have him yeah, on it, contract through next year. But he is not a DP level player right now. No, uh, hasn't really been all year. He's been available. I think that's the stark contrast to last year. Yeah, but, but last year, year. <laughs> he was even earlier this year he was a different player. I don't know if there's a hidden injury or if he's lost a step or what it is. I mean, he's obviously important in the locker room, but they've got to find a way to rework that contract because you cannot yeah. be paying him DP wages and getting the performance we are from him on the field. And I hate to say that because he's proofs in the pudding. He's one of the all-time sounders, right? Oh yeah, oh for sure. Like, Hands down. Uh, but it was the same way. Like, Maybe me. Ozzy. I love Ozzy. He's my favorite sounder of all time. Maybe Rui Diaz has replaced him, but it's close. Um, Ozzy needed to go when he went because he wasn't playing all the time. He was always hurt. He wasn't worth the money versus a replacement player. He ended up playing that whole next season and doing great. So if he had stayed with us, it probably would have been f- awesome. But his track record the two previous years had not been good. Now, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I I hope that he recognizes that it's a step back for him and maybe is willing to go to a TAM contract and rework next year. I honestly would hope so. Um, Because Nico in the locker room is amazing. We need Nico in the locker room. Yeah, and I'm and, I, and I'm only bringing that up about Nico's because it's literally I think it's because he's got what 110 percent energy. His engine has been his one of his key attributes for us. He's just mm-hmm. nonstop all over, and it demolishes midfields. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's lost about 20 percent of that. And I think that affects all his decision making, where yeah. he's still able in short spaces to make some brilliant plays. Take on that shot he he took. Oh that, yeah, I mean that save was fantastic. Yeah, that um, could have been a goal. Yeah, he still got the technical ability. I think it's just he's used to being slightly in slightly more advantageous positions, possibly. But I think we really need to. Uh, we're talking like the season's over. Yeah, <laughs> Looking yeah. at what we need to do next year, but we might be able, might need to do this in the next few games. Is I, I want Rusnak further up the field. Yeah, move Rusnak. I mean, if you move Rusnak into to that be. center attacking mid and let him run all over the the, the front half of the field, like he could let do him run the offense. Yeah, let just do it because Nico's had all regular season to do that, and we're not. We got two goals this game. But we clearly needed a third based on the the rest of the performance of the team. So we're not getting a lot of goals. Right. And I, I, we and could we come back. Like, we could, everything could change. We win a couple of games. Portland loses a couple of games. Everything's different. So yeah. the, the season's not over. But well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it needs to happen. Yeah. Do you think. Are there any defenders on our back line that you would bring back next year? As starters. Gamar. Gamar. Well, 100%. I agree with that. Um, I still like Jackson Reagan. Yeah, I'm not going to write him off after a year. I no. think his distribution is fantastic. Yeah, I don't think his, he's a his starter. His skills are great. He was fantastic at the beginning of the year. I think he's But I think he off. could be a starter next year. Maybe. Give him a full, full, confident offseason. I Maybe. mean, he has, he has more positives than negatives. I still think he, he has, has some gaffes. Yeah, I still think he has yeah. to prove it, but uh, I'm not I'm confident hobby, to have him be lo- uh, slotted in as a starter next year just yet. But. I, I, you know, knew who I, 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 I don't see how you can have him as a starting left back or center back. I, think you're, I agree. 
like and and expect to win. I think Alex could. Alex is going through a rough patch, but we saw earlier this year how good he could be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and in this game, I mean, um, he was absolutely gassed. I I, I yeah. could tell at the end of the game when uh, I forget. 90 something minute, but he was just trying to run back and, and then he put a spurt in to get with the guy. And then it, there was a close up of after I think Stephen Fry had the ball and he was just getting up, just like, kill me now. Like, yeah. I am done. Yeah. But and, and, he, what he's done this year has been fantastic. Yeah, he, he's going to have his brother back on the right hand side where they're a dynamic duo together. No, I definitely keep him. New I, Who, I think his stock is falling. Yeah. Um, and we need to sell him. Yep, and I, and I think uh, and move on from his contract too. Uh, I think we can get more out of someone who costs less right now. Uh, and I, I think I think we still need another starting center back. I uh, think we definitely need to start. Ariaga isn't it? Uh, I want him to be it. He just hasn't been it. So I mean, especially if we're gonna play five at the back ever again. Um, how did we go from having just a million left backs? We had like three or four left backs mm-hmm. to now feeling like we don't have a single one that can start a left back. It's just, it's just, wow. I don't, yeah, I think I'd be curious to see Rose's uh, number of starts there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, obviously may, knew who's had our, as a number, but to see probably Rose have like left 10. back this year. Be crazy. To be honest, Rose. That's not his All ideal right. position, obviously. We want, you want him in the midfield, but, mm-hmm. uh, from what we've seen from Nuhu lately, I can't, I can't condone it, which hurt, which pains me. I have a Nuhu jersey, like that's how much I like him. Mm-hmm. We have a no, bet with Brad Evans that if he scores, which clearly he's never going to score for us, Brad Evans has to eat his shorts. Well, well, well. So what what's next for the Sounders? What do you what do you think is going to happen down the the stretch after watching this game and seeing our play? Who the hell knows, man? <laughs> to see an LA Galaxy game like the one we saw and then have a reverse game like this and to lose against Portland, my head is is all over. Um, but let's take a look at who's coming up next, and that'll maybe clear my, my head a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So... You got um, Houston at home. Houston. Houston then, at home you who, know, who beat LAFC today. Yeah, they did. 2-1. Granted, um, LFC's clinched a playoff berth, but still, they want that number one seed. For sure. Um, oh, man. I mean, that we didn't even give it more than five seconds when we did our predictions. Uh, yeah. Well, we, ha- we have to score. Th- if we don't score three goals, we're not making We're just right. Even if we win by two. Two-nothing, we're not making the playoffs. We need to beat Houston three-nothing. And stomp off that field and say, when's the next match? Right. That's what needs to happen. I don't uh, care how it happens. I'm going with a draw. We're going to talk about what, where we're going to put a 10th field. No, we, we, who knows what we need to do? They need to figure it out. Uh, I think push Russ Knack forward. Let him run the offense. Figure out what, how you fill his, his role, whether it's a new formation. And we just say, screw it. Let's not go as defensive base as we normally do. Let's actually just try to dominate the entire game. Um, and maybe we give up two goals, but we score three. Okay. We need to score three goals a match. That's, I think, what we need to do. The confidence will come back if we're scoring that much. Um, and if we're winning games, I don't give a shit if we're if we're giving up goals at this point. Okay. Because we're not getting clean sheets. We're not getting draws. We're, no. we're losing. So that's yeah, why I think that's that true. needs to happen. We are losing. Any game that in the past would have been a draw is becoming a loss. Yeah, so let's let's puff our chests out and say, you know what, we're the damn champions. Let's let's yeah. freaking go. So then, what and happens against Austin? Score three goals. <laughs> <laughs> score three goals. I just told you every I mean, freaking game. I I still don't know if that's enough. I mean, I'm looking at some of these teams we're playing, and Cincinnati's draw city right now, and they beat Philly uh, back on August sixth. Who's who's clearly the best team in the MLS? Because uh, I'm not giving LAFC that credit. Um, I hear you, Cameron. It, but what I'm saying is, let's not care about who we're playing. <laughs> if you step on the field with us, we're going to score three goals or more, and that's what we need to do to put ourselves in the best possible position. Yeah, to make- I just I see three to five losses left on our schedule. The way we're playing, out of six games, 
Like we, we we've lost six of wait five six of the last seven games and nine of the last thirteen. You know, you very well could be right, and and all signs point to yes, you are. But I don't want to be right. I just we're not mathematically we went through out. This we talked about how Cincinnati's been playing. We know how Austin's been playing, even though uh, they had to step back today. We know how Vancouver's been. Vancouver's been at home, although they when they beat Colorado at home, they were terrible. So maybe that's not as worrying a game. Kansas City's been better, and then San Jose is always a a little messed up for us. So yeah, it's. We have a scary schedule heading up here because we have some teams that really could beat us, and we we needed to beat Salt Lake. We needed to beat L.A. We needed to beat Portland. We needed to beat Orlando. We needed to tie Atlanta. We needed to tie LAFC. We needed so much. We needed to tie Nashville and Chicago, at least both those games. That is pretty ridiculous. Games where we, we were saying how short our memory was in the last one, but they, you just went through all of that, and I was like, uh, all of those were Nashville not. Nashville and Chicago are games where I think we were, even if not the better team, we weren't the worst team. We were we we deserved a draw. And here I hear I'm seeing videos on Twitter of JP working out, like just just be better, come back, <laughs> just come <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah, especially with it. And we haven't even mentioned, you know, we already talked about Christian not being available in the last episode, but damn, uh, damn, not having him too. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I want to watch the Mariner game. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> you should go watch the Mariner game. Okay, and I'll edit. And my wife brought home McFlurries. Ooh. She had a McFlurry uh, craving, so. Got a Uh-oh. Snicker and Brownie McFlurry. Uh, is your little one about to get a sibling? Little cravings going on? No. <laughs> we just like Dairy Queen. <laughs> but once a month, she's just like, like head pops off the pillow. I'm getting Dairy Queen. All right. Oh, so she got Whoa. better than McFlurry. Wait, wh- she got the real thing, a blizzard? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did I say McFlurry? My bad. Yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. Screw McDonald's. Way better blizzard, than McFlurry. Blizzard, blizzard, still- blizzard, blizzard, blizzard. Yeah, you know, anyway. like crazy, uh, crazy cravings that pregnant women get. Yeah, no, we're not, we're not pregnant, not in this world. We uh, <laughs> already brought one in, and I'm apologizing to her every day for it. I know because of this heat. You can't, you cannot bring a child into a world where the Sounders are playing this poorly. It's just not. Yeah, right. that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> yes, not right. <laughs> the heat in Orlando, we keep losing. <laughs> yeah, no. At least she's gonna watch. Uh, she gets to see Julio for pretty much her entire uh, young life. So that's pretty cool. True. I can't wait that's to. A, she can't wait to Julio. go to games with her. We got Griffey. She got Julio. Well, you got. A little Griffey and mainly Ichiro, I guess. Mostly Ichiro, no, but I mean, I, I, I had the I had the Griffey stance. Yeah. My elbow was out. Yeah, yeah, and you got Edgar. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And Dan Wilson. <laughs> Man, that Mr. guy's grand slam walk off home run. That guy's or got a uh, smooth inside voice. the park. Yeah, he does, and he's a very nice man. Yes, he is. Did I ever tell you that I pitched against Jamie Moyer's uh, son in Little League? Oh really? Did you beat him? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I that was that. That's why I remember it. <laughs> I don't remember my my pitches in little league, but I remember that game. He went over. Oh yeah, good, so awesome. And I was thrown as fast as Jamie Moyer. <laughs> fifty miles an hour, Throw, throwing gas at fifty-seven. <laughs> he was throwing his age when he retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Sounders. Here's the deal. You're going to look yourselves in the mirror. You've been a six-hour flight home right now. Six hours. That's a damn long flight. And on that flight, you're going to look yourself in the mirror. And do you want to be remembered as the team that didn't make the playoffs after winning the CONCACAF Champions League? The team that became complacent and said, you know what, Portland? You're better than us. Go ahead. We don't care. You may be our rivals. Just beat us. Vancouver, just beat us. We don't care. Or do you want to be the team that does the impossible, the team that probably has about an 18, 17% chance of the playoffs and says, so you're saying there's a chance. In the words of the great Lloyd Dobler, was that his name? Yeah, but I always think of Lloyd Christmas because if he, he and, um, no, it was Lloyd Christmas. Lloyd Christmas. Because if he married Mary, her name yeah. would have been Mary Christmas. Yeah. So you're yeah. saying there's a chance. See, I wanted to go on a Stuart Smiley from SNL because he said you got to look in the mirror. 
you know, you're good enough. You're smart, you're smart enough. enough. And gosh darn it, people, people like, like you. <laughs> Look at the crowd. There are so many people in the crowd who like you. So step up. Go to Houston and show them who's boss. Go to Austin. You know what? We're not going to let coming you here. Here. Yeah, well, I think Austin's coming here too. I mean, step up to the team. Go to Austin and say Go to them. Austin. Bring them back over. Drag them over to Lulu. Drag them over here. <laughs> Score a bunch of goals. You know what? Just start winning games. And you know what? We will go into the playoffs, not like this team that we become, not like this 1980s, late 80s, early 90s Seattle Seahawks team, not like this pre-1995, post-2001 Seattle Mariners team, not like this Tyrone Willingham coached Husky football team. But we will go into the playoffs like the Seattle freaking Sounders, winning on a run that will take us all the way to the MLS Cup. Let's do this. Let's do it. Where can they find you? In my garage and on Twitter uh, at A-A-R-O-N-L-A-N-G-L-E-Y. And you, sir? I am at Legal Minded Punk on Twitter and Instagram. And um, maybe avoid it tonight because I'm... (laughs) I'm still salty from the today's yeah. game, but uh, and give me a vote. Uh, go to Collins for Council. That's the number four, Collins for uh, If you are a Seattle season ticket holder, Seattle Sounders season ticket holder, and uh, vote for me for Lions Council so I can get another. I'll put, I'll put that in the notes. Thank you. And just Thank look you. down and click on it. So, yeah. And, click, click and a great reminder 26 episodes in last week, uh, our show. At SSFC Scuttlebutt, also on Twitter. Yep, follow us. Give us a follow. Give us a rating on wherever you listen. Five stars, super important. Gets gets people listening. Your messages can be, your reviews can be mean as long as it's five stars. Yeah, five stars. You guys talk bad about New Who. Yeah. You didn't talk about F1 in this episode. Yeah, well, there's a reason for that. Because dude started in 16th and won the race, which means he's actually probably good, and we don't want to talk about it. Technically 14th, and then because Gasly had to start out of the, the pit lane, he moved up to 13th, so he's not that good. Lewis Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton was in 15th after starting in 20th for the sprint race last year. So, But I don't want to talk about Lewis Hamilton after that race. Anyway, oh. there's your F1 future <laughs> future bad review message five star rating all right guys appreciate you listening next time we'll come back we won't be doom and gloom we would have scored three goals and hey casey listen to the guy that's about to talk he knows how to pronounce rust now yeah take it away james you can follow the sounders scuttlebutt podcast on twitter at ssfc scuttlebutt and for all inquiries including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and irrefutably the best MLS team of all time.